Summer is officially over on the Upper Cape, and anyone who was here for a weekend trip or year-round knows that this was a hot one. Really hot, if you're like me and don't have an air conditioner. But for a lot of people, it's pretty easy to escape the heat. Even for people without an air conditioner, we can still go to coffee shops and cooling centers to forget about the heat and find some relief. But what if you don't have that option? What if the sun and lack of rain doesn't mean it's a good day for a swim in the ocean, but instead it means hours of moving hoses, straining your water pumps and wells, sweating and working outside to make sure that your livelihood grows? For farmers, there is no escape from the elements, just a fight to keep their crops healthy and alive. listening to the Upper Cape Catch, where we bring you news from Falmouth, Mashpee, Warren, and Sandwich. I'm Noelle Ananen, and today we're taking a look at two different places on Cape Cod that feel the weather a bit more keenly than the rest of us. First, we'll take a look at Kunameset Farm in Falmouth, where the heat from the busy summer has left its impact even into the off-season. Then we'll look at Crow Farm in Sandwich, where the busy season is actually now just beginning, as long as the weather agrees. This is Kunameset Farm in Falmouth. Ronald and Roxana Smolowitz bought the nearly 20 acres the farm stands on today in 1984, and they had the operation up and running by 1987. Today, they have more than a dozen year-round staff and seasonal workers who help out during the summer. Ron and I walked around the farm, and he said that they have more than 2,000 families of people with memberships to the farm who come by for events and fairs. The farm stand and cafe, the pick-your-own programs for their fruits and vegetables, and even eggs. On a summer day, uh, when we're picking berries, we'd probably, in addition, have another 100 day pass uh, people come to the farm. He said that they have 50 varieties of fruits and vegetables and other crops growing on the farm. Tomatoes, berries, peppers, herbs, flowers. And behind the rows of fresh produce are greenhouses that keep up the growing for the farm's wholesale produce all year long. There's a llama barn back there too, and you can hear the geese and chickens and occasional goat kids that they raise from across the field. With everything there is to do, it's no wonder that the farm is so busy throughout the summer. Even during the first height of the pandemic, back in the summer of 2020, Kunameset Farm didn't falter. Ron said that people still came to the farm, especially in the fall after people had been cooped up for so long. We ended up selling a lot more produce. Uh, because a lot of places didn't have it, people didn't want to go to the big supermarkets and things like that. Right now, the busy tourist season on Cape Cod is technically over, and Ron said that business dropped 75% for the farm after Labor Day, and after most of the berry crops have been picked. But he said that the farm is still busy. They invite school groups to the farm, retired folks come out during the week, and there are families on the weekends. There was this cute little selection of orange pumpkins resting in the soil, waiting to be picked the day that I was there. They have hay rides in the fall and host classes on wreath making in December. The farm stays open, uh, you know, through the fall. Like we're coming up to pumpkin season. We raise turkeys, so we sell turkeys for Thanksgiving. Then we bring in Christmas trees and, and, and wreaths, and uh, we have a wreath maker here. Even when the farm is technically closed for the winter, Kunameset Farm is still delivering fresh eggs and vegetables to restaurants and grocery stores. It's a pleasant place to be, uh, and you don't feel overwhelmed. 
It can be a stark transition to fall with fewer crowds and tourists on the Upper Cape, but it helps ease the weight of the work if the weather holds. Well, hopefully we're going to stop getting rain like today. Cape Cod has been in an extreme drought since August 10th, and a severe drought for months before, according to the U.S. Drought Monitor run by the National Drought Mitigation Center. And the center still lists all of Massachusetts as being in some degree of a drought today. Falmouth hasn't even lifted its irrigation ban yet. Ron said that Kunamesset Farm is an exception to that last rule, but it, along with the rest of Massachusetts, roughly 7,200 farms, are still impacted by the intensity of the summer. Well, it's hard because of the, the drought and the heat. It had all sorts of impacts. Even irrigating, you can never get enough water. Ron said that the drought had a serious impact on the plants at Kunamesset this year. They didn't grow as much, and it didn't matter how much work he and the staff had put in. Your fruit didn't size up, for example, you know, raspberries and strawberries, blackberries. The uh, tomato crop with the heat and the drought went by fast. <clears throat> the pumpkins didn't get as large as they would normally get. Naturally, when the produce struggles, that trickles down to the workload on the staff and even further. The growing season is extended, so <clears throat> whether uh, we benefit enough from that to compensate for the losses will always, is always a question. Ron said that the staff had to work extra to try and stay on top of keeping the plants watered and trying to compensate for the dry, hot summer weather. It takes a lot of time, uh, staff time, to water. Managing the water takes up resources, and the plants aren't the only thing that farmers have to worry about when the weather turns on them. We're always worried. You know, you worried when your equipment is running in very high temperatures. Uh, it could break down, lose your well, or you know, uh, the equipment necessary for pumping water due to a failure. And really, the whole operation was at risk. Ron's busiest time of year is also the hottest, but just a little ways north of Kunameset Farm, the busy season at Crow Farm in Sandwich is just beginning. Crow Farm overlooks the waterfront in Sandwich, Cape Cod Bay. The 50-acre farm is situated on the side of a hill, hemmed in by a still green tree line and filled with rows of a little over 4,000 apple trees. A lot of people from Sandwich didn't, didn't even know the farm was here. This is Paul Crowell. He owns and runs Crow Farm. Uh, it's been in my family for a little over 100 years. His family got it in 1916. Paul has been working on the farm since he was a kid. His first memory of the place is picking peas. Or maybe planting broccoli and cauliflower in the spring. Paul started running the show in the early 90s. Back then, and until just a few years ago, the main draw of the farm was a farm stand, which is situated off Route 6A, where they sold fruit and vegetables. Paul said that there was a lot of people in Sandwich who didn't actually know that the farm was there, and most of his business came from off Cape, from tourists throughout the summer. Farm stand used to be the farm's primary source of income. It's actually changed quite a bit just in the past couple of years. But before the big changes were put in place. And we grew pretty much everything you could grow around here. They had been doing that since before Paul could remember. There were 40 to 50 different types of crops back then, but it was intense work. I guess that was what really kind of 
wore us down was the fact that it wasn't just production. It wasn't just growing stuff. Mm -hmm. It was the selling, too. It was kind of like running two businesses at once. Yeah. The, the, the retail part and the production part. Paul said that he had to take a step back from the eight to 10 hour long days every single day with only a handful of days off in the summer. It just never seemed to end. Paul came up with a new plan, one that was several years in the making. And we just kind of took a little bit of a leap of faith. He planted a whole host of apple trees, several thousand in just a few years. Crow Farm closed the fruit stand, which had been bringing back regulars and attracting tourists for years. The gamble was on a pick-your-own program, and Paul was ready, with trees and pumpkins. Everything was hanging on the apple tree boughs and pumpkins, right around the time that the COVID-19 pandemic swept the world with shutdowns and restrictions. But Paul and Crow Farm were luckily in this sweet spot. He happened to be offering this socially distanced outdoor activity in a time when there was not a whole lot else to do. Coming to pick your own apples was one of the only things people could do for recreation. He said that the farm sold out on all of their apples before the first season was over. They doubled their production in 2021 and sold all of those apples. He said they could have sold even more. They grew corn and made a maize. The farm still does wholesale produce, and Paul said that the person they used to buy corn from now buys corn from the farm. But now they only have four different types of food crops. Peaches, corn, pumpkins, and of course, apples. From Ruby Max to Honeycrisps. It's a lot more work than I think most people might think. But Paul said where he only used to have a day or two off a summer, he now has a day or two off a week. That and the shorter work days and the business of growing apples makes the work easier and more enjoyable. I just like kind of everything about growing apples. It sounds weird, but I love to mow the orchard. So it's, you know, it's peaceful. Now the busy season at Crow Farm isn't in sync with the rest of Cape Cod, where the hottest and driest months of the year is when the tourists come by. Paul said that his busy season is right now, September 16th, or today, is when the first weekend of Pick Your Own Apples and Pumpkins and the Corn Maze officially open. His year is just now ramping up, when business for the fruit stand used to be dying down. You know, we get people that it's like a tradition. You know, we've got people that have been coming back for you know 10 years or more. Wow. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, the stand always had that. Mm -hmm. But to have a whole new group or type of people type of customer that, that it's like a tradition. Still, the crop this year didn't grow as much. Like Ron Smolowitz at Kunamesa Farm, Paul said that while business grew on last year's growth, the apple trees didn't necessarily follow suit. He attributed those shortcomings to the drought. Paul said that he spent most of his time watering this summer. He had to water the trees 12 hours a day for a month and a half just to keep them going. Many towns on the Upper Cape had irrigation bands, which is where farms like Crow Farm get lucky. If the bands make exceptions for farmers, or if they have their own wells, which Crow Farms does. There are also more efficient ways to use the water, like drip hoses that can lie directly over the trees rather than watering all the ground between the rows, but even then, there are four to five acres of trees to water just at one time. What seems like a low rate, but when you add up all the thousands of feet of drip tube, I was still putting out over 100 gallons a minute. He said that the water pump is still running for the same amount of time, even though he's technically using less water. And even though the trees held their own. I would have to say that the, probably the pumpkins didn't fare that well with the drought. Paul said that the pumpkins are not as big as they would have been, and he still has to contend with the hungry deer over the pumpkins. And the corn isn't as tall. 
It's only six to eight feet as opposed to eight to 10 feet that it was last year, despite all his irrigation. It was kind of what I did all summer, was move water. Moving parts, checking for leaks. And you can't just leave it because it turns out the coyotes like chewing on drip tape, especially in really dry years, they're looking for water. He said that business is still good. It's not done growing yet. He has trees that are up and coming, which will eventually extend the season to Halloween so that people can pick more varieties of apples. And he's anticipating big crowds, the same as last year. I just ride around in a, a little a gator, kind of like a golf cart for farmers. And just to see all the people, and it, it's fun. They're all happy, they're all having a good time. If he extends the season, this will be the busiest, most profitable six weeks of his year, from mid-September to the end of October. That's the risk. We've got everything focused on six weeks in the fall. So it's a, it's a, we got all our eggs in one basket for sure. Paul said that last year, a storm came by just a few days after the end of the season. Luckily, all of the apples had just been picked. But the corn was flattened, leaving only the decorations behind. In 2017, the U.S. Climate Science Special Report noted that there have been more and more North Atlantic hurricanes since 1970. It forecasted faster winds and heavier rainfall from more and more frequent and intense storms. It attributed the trend to the rising sea level along the coast of Massachusetts. It's all weather dependent. A hurricane could come tomorrow and, you know, take everything out. That's part of the risk. As hard as Paul has worked, there's not much he can do when the weather turns and becomes more extreme, like with the drought we're in or intense, frequent storms. But it would be that way no matter what. I would still need to pick apples and I would still be worried about a hurricane. So it's yeah. not a whole big difference. Yeah. It's just, it's the only problem that could really be devastating. Yeah. Everything else you can deal with. You can deal with drought, you can deal with deer. You can deal Hurricanes. With, uh, hurricane, you can't, you can't do anything about it. <laughs> Today's program was written and hosted by me, Noelle Annanen. A big thank you to Ron and Roxana Smolowitz and Paul Crowell. The Upper Cape Catch comes out every Friday, just like our newspaper. Check us out online at capenews.net or find us at your favorite local business. We also have an app that is free to download on the App Store and Google Play. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Upper Cape Catch.